0: Hi, Phoebe. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Have you watched any good queer movies recently?
1: I have not, but I did watch this movie called The Lost Boys, um, about a teenage boy who moves to the murder capital of the world and um, races motorcycles with some vampires who have really cool hair. Okay, but Lost Boys? Pretty gay. (laughs)
2: Everybody. Welcome to Okay But Is It Gay, which is this season we're doing Okay But That Was Gay, where we're putting queer spins, doing queer readings of movies that are not gay on purpose. However, this is an 80s movie about vampires, and there is not a whole lot that is gayer than that.
1: <laughs> I mean, actually have guess? to
0: say- Oh, go ahead. You get to introduce no, you first. Don't. you no, first. I feel like you should introduce Phoebe, and then I'll speak. Okay.
2: (laughs) That feels right. Uh, We have a new guest for this season. Hi, Phoebe. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to introduce yourself? Do you want to talk about your... uh, The reason that we're doing Lost Boys is because it is your favorite movie. It
1: is. It is probably my favorite movie. Um, I guess I've always really loved, um, like, 80s music and 80s hair and, like, 80s clothing and everything. Um... And this movie is just like, it, it's like an 80s music video, but also like the gayest vampire movie ever. It's like, my whole sexuality is this movie. <laughs> and yeah, it is, it is my favorite. <laughs> Fantastic.
2: Adam, what were you going to say?
0: I, going into it knowing nothing about it other than the fact that it was an 80s movie about vampires, I actually was hoping for more homoerotic subtext that I feel like mm-hmm. I got. Maybe I put my standards too high? <laughs> but that
1: was just me. So I was a that little... Was fair. Yeah. That is fair. I feel like most of the queerness is, like, subtextual. Like, um, I I feel like the first time I watched it, I was kind of waiting for, like, David and Michael to kiss, like, the whole time, (laughs) and they didn't, and I was like, what am I watching? Well, they do in
0: our hearts, so. (laughs) Uh, Okay,
2: before we jump into our discussion, a couple of trigger warnings up top. This is an 80s movie. There's going to be some misogyny in there. We're probably going to talk about, like, Women's agency in this film Ugh mm-hmm. Your standard uh, It's an old movie Microaggressions There's blood and gore in like The actual film There's not going to be any of that in the podcast uh, People die, there's murder Blood Vampirism Am I missing something? Dog-based
0: violence There is dog-based violence And we're going to talk about it that gave me a lot of anxiety. Yes. All of my anxiety watching this movie was surrounding the dog. Just so everyone's <laughs> aware.
2: <laughs> oh, also drugs. We're gonna talk. There's drugs. We're gonna talk about them probably. Y- you go, feed. Oh, sorry. No, I was just gonna
1: say yes. Like the dog. <laughs> um, like the scene where like the brother is like, or <laughs> like um, Michael's like, bleeding, and he's like, "Your dog attacked me," and the brother's just like. Did you what did you do to my dog, you asshole? I was like, yes.
0: The dog is the most important character in this movie. Dogs are always the most important character, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a question.
2: Autumn, what do you think
0: this movie is based on? Okay, I did I did research it a little uh, afterwards. Damn. Um so, yeah, I'm so sorry, but I do know <laughs> that it was like based on the thought, like, what if Peter Pan was a vampire, right? That's what you're mm-hmm. referencing. And I gotta say, well, two things. One, this movie makes so much more sense within that context. Uh, <laughs> so that should just be, like, a disclaimer before you watch it to better understand this whole movie. And two, why mm-hmm. didn't they just fully go through with that? I know that... Because uh, they Yeah, they originally, I think, the screenplay did more, and then later rewrites, like, went back on it. But that, what if Peter Pan was a vampire, sounds like such a good movie. And that is not what this is. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I I, like researched it a little bit, too. And like there was like the original screenplay where they were all like um, like kids and like it's like more like just Peter Pan. And then like I think it was when Joel Schumacher started working on the movie um he was no they're going to be like the sexiest teenage vampires anyone has ever seen like it's just gonna be sex like
0: that was his he ruined my
1: life is what he did Joel Schumacher
0: and I love Peter Pan too personally one of my favorite uh books uh love the story that would have been amazing I'm just really upset it's fine
2: Mm -hmm. yeah let's let's So this is a movie. (laughs) It sure is. (laughs) This movie loves an establishing shot. Like, we open... Oh, God. (laughs) With all of this stuff at, like, the boardwalk, um... Where you know the shady vampire teens, we don't know they're shady vampire teens, they're just regular shady teens at this point. But they're creeping on some girls on a merry go round and then get tossed off that merry go round by a security officer. And then that security officer gets attacked by some special effects on the way to his car. Like,
0: oh, yeah, I was so confused for half of this movie why it kept showing these like aerial shots. And I was like, are they turning into bats and somehow able to kill someone as a bat?
1: That's what I was
0: thinking. (laughs) The reality is worse.
1: Yes, no, I love like, I think they just like couldn't afford like, they just couldn't afford like special effects. They were just like, we're gonna just do a bunch of aerial shots. And then cut away. I kind of love the idea of, like, a bunch of tiny bats, though, like, attacking the police officer. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's fine. That would have been better. We're just crafting a better movie. Okay. In order to make
2: (laughs) Lost Boys a better movie, and it's a pretty good movie. I like this movie. But in Mm. order to make it better, one, lean more heavily into the Peter Pan mythos. I did like that they still had the dog and that, you know, he's Nanook instead of Nana. I like that that was fun. I think that they should have just made it a Newfoundland is a Newfoundland in the book?
0: Okay, yes, but um, Husky is one of my favorite dogs, so I'm not going to complain about that. But
2: can you imagine a giant Newfoundland hound attacking yeah. <laughs> a bunch of vampire boys because she loves her children very much?
1: That, that would be really cute. Also, I never made the connection between like Nana and Nanook until right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that might not have been on purpose. Nanook is just a very common name for huskies and like Alaskan Malamutes also.
0: No, but that I think they did try to keep the dog somewhat connected to, you know, the original uh that was one of the things that didn't get totally edited out when they did the horrible mm-hmm. rewrites.
2: So <laughs> So yeah, our, our notes are make it more make it more like Peter Pan, lean into mm-hmm. that, make it gayer like on purpose and bats more, yes. bats.
0: more <laughs> bats more animals it seems is kind of a general general vibe here
2: <laughs> well one animal just has to be slightly different
0: yeah
1: <laughs> no that makes that makes like a lot of sense and then like star who's like one of the only like i think one of the only female characters
2: yeah there are two women in this movie a mom and a
1: girl right white. yep not great
0: yeah also why do vampires in movies always have to dress like that because it's cool because it's because it's sick as fuck it's like screaming i am the vampire in this movie like for once i just want to see a vampire in like a floral dress you know just just having a good time well max has like a very normal suit (laughs) yeah but (sighs) hmm. he's like a weird
1: vampire
0: (laughs) He's a
2: vampire dad,
1: dad mm-hmm. He's Looking for a vampire mom. Mm-hmm. Gross.
2: Well, if you're gonna do a Peter Pan adaptation, he needs to be looking for a mother for the Lost Boys. Yeah, but why is he an old man
0: if you're doing a Peter Pan adaptation? I
1: feel like he would be, I feel like he would be like the Captain Hook character. Mm. Ooh. okay. You know, he's like older, like he doesn't have like eternal youth. Is Captain Hook the good guy in this story?
0: I guess you could maybe argue that the weird brothers fill that role, but like, (laughs) if we actually had a Captain Hook character, like, would he be the good guy in this story? It's fun. Mm,
1: mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because if this is a Peter Pan adaptation, then we have David, I guess David is Peter Pan, right? I guess.
0: I was thinking Max was supposed to be, because Peter Pan's the one that's looking for the mom. Mm -hmm.
2: And he's also the leader, ostensibly. Yeah. That is true. And isn't the thing in the book... Isn't the
0: thing in the book that Peter Pan
2: is much older than the rest of the Lost Boys?
1: Yes. Yeah, that's true. And he, like, kind of, like... In the books, doesn't he kind of, like, squish them? He's like, I'm gonna make sure you stay, like, kids.
0: Uh, He would chop off body parts if they got taller than him. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking of. (laughs) It would also be super fun if Captain Hook was actually in this story... Cause like his hook could be some sort of stake. God yes. <laughs> is the grandfather Captain Hook? No, I hate the grandpa. Uh,
1: is it the grandpa? His role in the story is like so weird. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mhm. It feels
2: like underdeveloped. Like if he's he's revealed at the end. To be this sort of all-knowing, like, yes, I was aware of vampires the whole time. And I picked up on Michael having been turned very early and blah, blah, blah. But we don't actually, like, see that. I guess, I think that the thing that they're doing is that it's from Sam and Michael's perspective. And because they don't pick up on that, then we don't see it. But I think that that kind of falls flat. And also, it would have been cool
0: for... Also, why did he invite his family to live with him in this vampire area and not tell them but he didn't tell them that there are vampires. He didn't
2: invite them.
1: Lucy just needed a place for her and the What boys. does that have to do
0: with him warning them about vampires?
1: Though? That's true. At the beginning the though, divorce. he's like, you know, like there's so many dead bodies in Santa Carla. <laughs> and I'm like, was that him telling them? Like but, but that that's
0: saying nothing. <laughs>
2: I don't know. When Sam tries to tell Lucy about vampires, she immediately brushes him off. He still could have said something. But crucially, crucially, this is an 80s action adventure story and therefore every adult must exist solely on the spectrum of actively hostile all the way to completely useless. That is the only way you can be an adult in an 80s action adventure movie.
1: Yes, that is true. There's like not a single useful adult in this movie, (laughs) except maybe (laughs) the saxophone player, favorite character (laughs) in this whole movie.
2: Uh, Like the grandpa lands the killing blow, but not through like competence.
1: Through pure luck. Or believing Sam. Yeah. Wait, doesn't he just, he just drives through a wall, right? Yeah, he yeah. just drives through a wall and, like, crashes into this vampire. Almost kills his mm-hmm. daughter. That's true. Mm-hmm. So, is he, it's, I don't know if he's the hero. I don't know if that was an intentional thing at all. So, after,
2: like we've just said, uh, Michael, teenage Michael, like, tweenage Sam and their single mo- their newly single mom are moving in with their grandfather in Santa Carla. We get more establishing shots of the landscape as they, like, drive to their grandfather's house. Grandpa not named. Oh, I didn't realize he doesn't have a name. Yeah. He's only credited as as grandpa, I think. That's
1: interesting. I guess it makes sense because it is all, like, very from, like, Michael and Sam's perspective.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. We get a montage of the boardwalk again, emphasizing that there's a lot of missing posters around and also homeless youth. Oh,
1: vulnerable
2: populations. (laughs)
1: I I read, like, a couple interviews with Joel Schumacher, and I feel like he was like, I want to make this, like, the sexiest teenage vampire movie ever. But then he's also said, like, I wanted it to be about, like, outcasts and about, like, um, you know, like, homeless teenagers and drug addicts um, who are, like, in that sequence. So Mm -hmm. I I don't know. A very conflicted He failed
0: on all of those accounts.
1: He kind (laughs) of does. Like, it's... (laughs) I really feel like he was just trying to make, like, a blockbuster. Yeah. Kind of, like, incidental, you know? Mm -hmm.
0: Also, this really annoyed me for no reason. There's, like, a brief moment during this little establishing montage where someone says that there are no legal jobs here right now. And, like, first of (laughs) all, Lucy gets a job immediately, so okay. But But only because she's being seduced. Okay. Only maybe, because she's being but also there's. It's the summer. There's like a carnival. You're telling me there are no jobs? What?
2: Maybe they won't pay you legally. Maybe it's all under the table. Mm. No four hundred one k's here. Health insurance? I don't well, know. Her. Okay,
0: yeah. Obviously, you're working at a carnival. You're not going to get health insurance. <laughs> but still,
2: my next note is: it's not an '80s paranormal adventure movie without the
1: concert scene. Mm the concert scene is the best scene in this whole movie like if you you don't have to watch the movie just watch the concert scene like i feel like that just encapsulates <laughs> Ed- michael
0: straight up acts like edward from twilight in this scene
1: yes okay so like the main like female character okay one of the two female characters like comes to this concert and they're all just like like rocking out and then michael's just kind of staring at her like He's staring at her like Edward from Twilight, basically.
0: It's creepy. Mm-hmm. It's not hot. This is this is what passed for romance. Like, I then. would go to the police if a man stared at me like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like his brother is kind of like, his brother's kind of like, you're being weird. And he's like, follow this mm-hmm. girl who I just saw at a concert.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, Lucy wanders around for a bit worrying about like the missing posters around town she finds a lost child at some point don't move if you find a child who says that they are lost do not move them first of all
0: i mean it was like to the shop literally right next to where he was standing right yeah but that's how you get ambushed
1: that's true that Mm -hmm. child was not really lost but also um the head vampire was super into that (laughs) (laughs)
2: oh she also cares about
1: yes it's um i don't know i feel like that's some 70s bullshit (laughs) it's like she'd make a good mom disgusting Mm -hmm. like she already is a mom actually so mm.
2: well he doesn't know that at first
0: that's true uh
2: this is edward herman by the way playing max uh richard gilmore to to me
1: yeah i was the first time i watched i was like rooting for him for most of the movie i think i was like oh he seems like a nice enough guy like because cause they set him up as a red
2: herring they set him up like when you first watch this movie you're like oh Max is gonna get
1: got by the vampires that's what's mm-hmm. gonna happen he's got like a little bow tie and like his little like tweed suit and you're like oh this guy's not gonna make it but he does have the sketchy mm-hmm.
0: dog true Thorn is here which like gives a vibe that is very interesting
1: mm-hmm. yes that dog terrifies me
0: yeah
2: <laughs>
1: um
2: they're doing this thing where the red where the idea of there being a red herring is the red herring itself they're like oh you know genre fiction <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it is i don't know the whole movie is like really self-aware because you have like the two like comic book nerds who are friends with um They're friends with the younger brother and, like, they kind of, like, reference, like, all these tropes at the beginning. They're, like...
0: Those guys (laughs) are so weird.
2: (laughs) They are also, like, a requisite, like,
0: 80s trope they are they are required to be here. Like, when I saw them, I thought, first I thought they were more vampires, and then I thought they were just assholes who were about to attack Sam.
1: Mm-hmm. So weird. Yeah, cause they're dressed like, like they have like the, like, scarf around his head, like he's dressed like Rambo, like.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. We meet the Frog Brothers when Sam ditches Michael because he's insisting on stalking this girl, uh, goes into the local comic book shop instead. The Frog Brothers are like, hey, look at this guy in his shirt. He has a shirt. He's fancy. Yeah. <laughs> they give him a book on vampires because of the vampire problem they have at this city.
1: Mm-hmm. They are vampire hunters, professionally. Their 12-year-old lives they've dedicated.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. You, you never dedicated your life to something as a middle schooler? I the most intense s- passions I've ever had.
0: Don't think so. Nope. Ridiculous. Also, where are their parents?
1: They're in the back. They're doing inventory. You can, like, see their parents in the background, actually. Okay. That have, Mm. like, two mannequins dressed like hippies. Like, the parents are, like, passed out (laughs) behind the counter.
0: Okay. So they're just terrible. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like, what the fuck is that? Like, it's just, like, two mannequins, basically. (laughs) I love
2: that. That makes so much sense have left Edgar and Alan to run the comic book shop and also rid the city of the scourge of the earth. I forgot their names are Edgar
1: and Alan. That's amazing. <laughs> uh,
2: important in this scene, some uh, a dude robs the comic book shop, steals some comics from a display out front. That will become important later for another red herring. Meanwhile, Michael... Uh, watches Star ride off with the vampire boys. She like gets on the back of David's. Also she's got like a young ward with her. Also important. We'll learn that this child's name is Laddie. He is with Star for most of of the movie and he's with her in these scenes um she rides off with the vampire boys, and then a young couple in love, one of which stole some comic books, are attacked by the special effects, which I think is supposed to lead us to believe that the Frog Brothers are the vampires, because they were upset at getting robbed, oh. and then immediately the thief gets eaten. Interesting. My whole job is thinking about these things okay, too I
0: was so offended though, and this literally doesn't matter. But the fact that Star does not get her own uh motorcycle angered mm-hmm. me to like a weird amount. I was so offended on her behalf. Yeah,
2: can you imagine the the energy coming off of this movie if the love interest, if like the love interest, were supposed to pay attention to not David, but if Star also has like this movie is better even if it's straight. If Star is the one egging Michael into a race toward the cliff later.
0: Yeah. I Yeah. The, just let her be the a The movie higher. doesn't... Like, her only characterization is to be a love interest. Uh-huh. And literally every time she speaks in this movie, I'm like, you have no thoughts behind your eyes, do you? <laughs> and she's not just a love interest. She's also a You're mom. right. You're right. Silly me. I forgot the other, Two the kinds other of women role that the women world. have. But like... The movie doesn't yeah. even commit to letting her be the love interest because she's missing for half of these shots that are supposed to establish the type of sexual tension that we need.
1: It's like all mm-hmm. those establishing shots are like of David and Michael just staring at each other. <laughs> <laughs> it makes no sense. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like stars there is like a, like kind of, I don't know. They were like, we need a girl in the movie, or people are going to say it's like a queer movie. Like, she was kind of mm-hmm. like thrown in there for that purpose. Justice for Star.
0: Yeah.
2: Where's her movie? I want a movie about her. Is she called Star because of the second Star of the right? Oh, God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like she doesn't even really, like, she doesn't want to get on the motorcycle, right? No, she
2: wants to hang out with Michael. And later we'll learn that she's supposed to kill and eat him. But she wants to hang out with Michael. And David and the boys are like, no, we're going home.
1: Yes, to their amazing yeah. little like vampire lair. Mm-hmm.
0: Also, um, because this is supposed to be or was at some point a Peter Pan adaptation, how come the older brother is named Michael in this movie? Because in in <laughs> Peter knows? Pan, the younger brother is Michael and then the older one is John. So that it's like so dumb that they would change it in this way. It just why?
2: I think it's supposed to trick you into thinking it's not a Peter Pan adaptation. Well, they failed. <laughs> uh, we get a little throwaway scene of uh, the grandpa with uh, with Sam in the vintage car in order to set up the fact that the vintage car exists because we need it later. It also establishes that, that grandpa doesn't go into town very often, perhaps because he is aware of the scourge of the undead. <laughs> Uh, and then the Frog Brothers like try to indoctrinate Sam into the vampire hunting lifestyle. He's very resistant. He's like,
0: I n- I don't know about this guy. Why do they want to include him though? Because they just met this guy. He hasn't mm-hmm. proven anything. There's a lot of meeting the
2: me- the main characters and then immediately adopting yeah. them in this movie. That's literally what's about to happen with Michael. <laughs> he does he does like uh, boggle their minds with his comic book knowledge in their like when they first meet so
0: maybe that i'm glad it. that comic book knowledge translates to vampire slayer i mean that's how they got into I it i guess <laughs>
2: uh, michael is on the boardwalk again runs into star the two of them try to make plans but get ambushed by david and the boys Uh, They don't want her to leave, like, alone with Marco. And instead, they're like, yeah, come on, get on your dirt bike and race our motorcycles. And Michael's like, well, my dirt bike is not as powerful as your motorcycles. And they're like, you just got to keep up.
1: David, stop flirting with this man. No, there is, like, so much sexual tension there. (laughs) This man has not looked at Star once. No one has looked at Star once. Like,
2: justice for Star. Like... If this movie is Star is a vampire and she's out to make her first kill and like spots Michael and is like that one that's the boy I'm gonna murder and eat in order to get my vampire powers and then David is like but he's real cute though what if we turn him into a vampire and Star's like well no then he would also have to kill and eat someone you have to think about the logistics and David like goes behind her back and does it anyway and she's mad at him why isn't that the tension in this movie? Mm-hmm. this is exactly what happened with the high school musical episode (laughs) um but yeah they ride for a while michael's bike is unable to keep up and he wipes out right before they would hit a cliff and michael's like you were gonna drive us off a cliff what the fuck um tries to fight david but specifically only david like all the boys are like fine if you're gonna fight we're all gonna fight and michael like points at david and is like Just you.
0: Calm down. You're in public, dude. You know,
2: (laughs) they're in the middle of nowhere. But like
0: everyone could just see you thirsting right now is what I mean.
2: (laughs) David responds to this
1: threat by bringing him back to their fancy cave hideout. Because why not? It just looks like it looks like a music video set. Like it's just like they have like a fountain. I think there's like music video posters on the walls. Um, Tapestries. Like I I feel like that is like my favorite like set in this movie.
0: Yeah, it's very good.
1: Mhm. It also kind of reminds me of Peter Pan.
0: It does. Yeah. It genuinely reminded me of like yeah, um some of the live action movies a little bit how they set up their uh lost boy lost boys little layers.
2: Mhm. You got to have like a bunch of pillows on the floor and like a big four poster bed with a canopy. David also says, you'll like it here, Michael, just fully asking him to move in
1: (laughs) on the first date, like they have just met. And he's like, move into my vampire lair.
2: Normal
0: behavior. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Also, if this movie was leaning more into the Peter Pan thing, I I understand that they want Max to be a reveal, but I would have liked max like coordinating with the boys more or like they had to ask his permission to do certain things because if this is a vampire coven then there must be rules and if they're going to recruit michael then they should get permission from vampire dad
1: yeah I was yeah clear on the relationship with vampire dad because i mm-hmm. feel like at the beginning like he kicks them out of the store yeah he's like i told you not to hang out in here like i i don't know like he also seems like kind of scared of them though like i i wasn't sure about that
2: relationship the thing that he says at the dinner later is that rambunctious boys need to be whipped into shape like they need discipline and so maybe that's what we're supposed to read there is like there are rules and you're not supposed to just hang out in the store because we can't be like seen together because y'all are doing all these public murders and I have a video shop to run
0: yeah but the the movie needed to do a little bit more to I don't know, implies something. Because it also felt to me a little yeah. out of nowhere when Sam and the brothers suddenly are like, maybe Max is the vampire. And I'm like, how how are you getting this, you know? And if the movie gave us a little bit more to make us believe that conclusion that they drew, mm-hmm. then it the whole reveal at the end would have felt more earned.
1: Yeah. Also, why does he own a video store? Like. What, why does this man need to work? Yeah, and why a video store? He has to buy new he has to buy new floor pillows for his boys. Oh, that's actually kind of cute. Like he's just <laughs> <laughs> like making sure they are'
0: doing okay. But wouldn't it have been cute if, like he had a furniture store or something instead and any broken merchandise he just gave to the boys? Hmm. yes. like, and you could have had like visual clues. like it's the same kind of furniture in the
2: shop as in the, uh, the lair yeah. and stuff. Or even if something gets broken on screen and then Max, like, that's fine, picks it up, and then later we see it in the lair. Mm. Missed opportunities. Mm-hmm. This episode's just gonna be a script rewrite. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> We've got some notes. Uh, okay, so dinner is served. Chinese takeout. Uh, David, like, vampire mind tricks Michael into thinking that the rice is maggots and then the noodles are worms so that later... When, like, you know, two seconds later, when he hands him a bottle of wine and Star says, that's blood, Michael is like, no, it's not. I will not be fooled a third time
0: and just fucking skulls it. He drinks it a lot. He drinks it multiple times. And I just he drinks all of this wine. Like, How does that taste good, sir? What is happening there? Because surely (laughs) he knows what wine tastes like or even can guess what it's supposed to taste like. Right. Right. Oh, maybe he's never had but it like, before. He knows it doesn't taste like blood, surely.
1: <laughs> he really just wants David to think he's cool. He's like, it's like I want this guy to like me. Also, indirect kiss.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: See, in our rewrite of this movie. uh... David does that, and Star, like, glares at him because this is supposed to be her her vampire kill.
0: Also, Star doesn't get any food, does she? No. Women don't eat. Oh, don't silly eat. me. Silly me. <laughs> She's just there watching them all eat. It was- it really bugged me. Mm-hmm. Oh, and- uh, Then we get the- I was no, just- I had a note. I think it was- a scene before this, we're in Sam's bedroom, and we get this brief shot of his closet door. And there's this poster on his closet door. Ah, uh, yes. And, like, it's just this... Of a man in a crop top? Yeah. yeah. He's why, why is this man posing so sexily on this teenage boy's <laughs> closet door? It's body image inspo. I just... I just... I glared at uh, Sam a little little harder after that. Like, what's going on there, bud? What's <laughs> happening? <laughs>
2: Thought
0: it was worth mentioning. We can continue now.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. He, I love him, and he is a tiny queer boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you seen his shirts? <laughs> They're amazing. <laughs> the drip on
2: Sam throughout this entire movie. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, then we get the bridge scene.
0: Oh, yeah. This is a scene. Michael wants to know what's going on. There was a lot of tension in this scene for no reason. Um, I don't... They kept Mm -hmm. repeating, like, David echoing... uh, David's echoing voice just, like, repeating Michael's name in the most seductive voice I've ever heard in my entire life. And this scene...
1: It's like he likes saying This is what I
0: thought the whole movie was going to be, basically.
1: (laughs) Someone counted, it was at least, like, 87 times. Like... Are you serious? More than any other word in this movie, yes.
2: (laughs) Wow, fantastic. Star, notably absent from this scene, presumably because she can't do the can't quite do the things the boys do in this scene because she's not a full vampire yet. But neither is Michael. Initiating. Neither is Michael. Yeah, but they're initiating him. But, but
0: supposedly, I didn't say that it makes. Michael and Star are on the same level right now.
1: Yeah. There's sexism involved in the vampire process for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Disgusting.
1: They have, um, like, stalled stars like vampire card or something. Like, there's some, there's some misogyny there. Star mm-hmm. also
0: never gets to turn into like a creepy. She never gets the creepy vampire face either, and that's such mm-hmm. a waste.
2: Well, that genuinely is because she doesn't kill anyone, right? Because Michael does kill other vampires in the big fight scene
0: okay i but he doesn't like drink their blood kill i thought that i just kind of assumed that's what they meant no he
2: does he like licks his
0: lips oh i thought that was his own blood
2: he tastes blood no it's my it's david's Is it? okay yeah
0: all right i believe you
2: that's how i read that
1: scene <laughs> maybe rules are fast and loose i think
2: yeah but they want us to think that the rules Are very set in stone. Like, the movie looks at you and is like, these are the
0: rules. And
2: then they're like,
0: the rules. Yeah, they contradict themselves so often. It's it's very confusing.
2: It, like, it wants to be consistent, but it isn't. Uh, So the thing that happens at the bridge is that they're all on this, like, rail bridge, and they all jump off of it one by one. uh, And they're, like, hanging underneath it by a bar, and eventually all of the vampire boys let go and fall into the mist, and michael who doesn't want to do this at first like holds on as long as he can and meanwhile david is like you're one of us michael you're one of us this is just what happens at your first meeting at the lgbt (laughs) student they don't tell you that before you go but this is what happens
0: you have to dangle off a bridge wow
2: this scene reads like a marriage proposal Also,
1: in one of those interviews I read, uh, Kiefer Sutherland, who plays um, David, um, he was like, yeah, you know, there's like a lot of tension in that scene. And some people want to read that as sexual tension. And you know what? They're not wrong. Wow.
0: (laughs) David's an ally. (laughs) I love that.
2: Going to call this episode LGBT ally Kiefer Sutherland.
0: (laughs) Good. Uh,
2: Then we get like the next day michael has slept in until 2 p.m the way that it is so difficult to tell how much time passes over the course of this movie
0: yeah i had no idea like i was so confused just trying to keep track of how much time was supposed i was just assuming this was like a couple days
2: but then in this scene sam is like you've been different lately yeah implying that he didn't just like fall into the mist go home and this is the very next day
0: you no, know, a couple lines were implying like a few weeks had gone by, a couple points, and i mm-hmm. I was confused how we were supposed to get. How that. long is
2: baby vampire gestation?
0: <laughs> well, how yeah, how long has Star been like that? Supposedly a while.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I I assumed it was like a few weeks, but like I, I don't know, it's, it is really hard to tell, and it might mm-hmm. just be a few mm-hmm. days. Like I don't know. This goes this goes under
2: the notes. <laughs> Clear delineation of time we also get michael being very sensitive to sunlight in in this scene he like puts on his mom's sunglasses
0: but that could just be like you know normal teen hungover so
2: because like the vampire thing hasn't actually been revealed yet like we've been calling them vampire boys but we don't know that yet yeah this the benefit of the doubt is still there in some way shape or form
0: and then the next scene's like the dog scene right
2: uh grandpa goes out because he has his own evening plan with widow johnson lucy (laughs) lucy has a date with max
0: um which feels weird like that's her boss isn't she
2: working in the video store now yeah red flag red flag you gotta have at least four years of, like, awkward romantic tension before you date your boss. And then, ideally,
0: you quit your job first. Like, I understand that she wanted to just, I don't know, feel wanted and go on a date again. Because she's just went through this divorce. But, like, there are other men.
2: Yes. Uh, Michael has picked up some of the vampire boy's, like, mannerisms and speaking patterns. <laughs> like, he's talking more like... They did, like, especially in in the bridge scene, he's got this, like, languid way of moving and, like, swaying, and, like, that translates into, like, his syllables start leaning on each other and his voice is, like, a little bit lower than it was in the beginning of the movie.
0: Again, just like a hungover teen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Mom's little sunglasses on. <laughs> uh, this is the scene where the boys sort of, I guess, drive by in their motorcycles. They, like... On their motorcycles, they, like, come up to the house, blow a bunch of shit around, blow in the windows and stuff, and, like, room their engines, and then vanish.
1: So weird.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: We should go see Maybe. Michael.
2: Maybe. Like, ask him out normally. They're like, let's go see Michael. <laughs> yeah. Use your words, David. <laughs> I want to see the scene of David convincing everyone to go drive past Michael's Me house. Me too.
0: That would have been a better movie, actually. Just that scene.
2: <laughs> Vampirism causes severe lactose intolerance.
0: Yeah, I guess. Which doesn't make any sense, because they <laughs> eat other normal food.
2: Maybe it's just milk. That is Maybe. so
1: specific and so weird. <laughs> I wish that was explained to mm-hmm. me, like, at all.
2: Maybe that's why Star doesn't eat either, because she's still a half vampire. Maybe half vampires can't eat human food. But once you're a full vampire, then you can eat human food for if you want to.
0: I think you're giving them too much credit.
2: (laughs) That's my whole job on this show. That's all I fucking do. Well, I'm going to still
0: call you out on it. Uh,
2: This is the scene with the dog-based violence. Sam is upstairs taking a bath, uh, and Michael almost eats him because he's very hungry and hasn't figured out 100% that he's a vampire, but Nanook is having none of that.
0: Fully pounces on this man.
1: Nanook is yeah. the real hero of this movie.
0: <laughs> I was so concerned. I think I paused for a second. I was like, Am I prepared to watch a dog die? I was not prepared.
2: Dogs are not allowed to die on this podcast. There will be no dog died movies on this pod. <laughs> um, okay, so Michael gets attacked. Sam sees that his hand is bloody and is like, What did you do to my dog? Why did Nanook attack you?
0: Isn't and it like both they of their dogs? Realize- I'm just saying.
2: Yeah. Like that His wording was weird. <laughs> it's, the, it's the family dog. Yeah. Maybe Sam is the is the one who wanted
1: the dog. He's
0: clearly closer to the dog, but that doesn't make him not Michael's dog. Hmm.
1: I, I just love really- that he trusts this dog more than his brother. Like, yeah, peak <laughs>
0: shit. <siblingship. laughs>
1: They realize that Michael's reflection
2: is disappearing. It's not that he doesn't have one. It's that like he's transparent in the mirror, which I think is a very funny. Yeah, touch. Yeah, I liked that. And then Sam says, just wait till mom finds out about this. Can't believe you're a vampire. Which is also peak sibling shit. <laughs> Sam then calls the Frog Brothers to confirm his suspicions. And they're like, yeah, he's definitely a vampire.
0: You gotta kill him. Yeah, they didn't even like go check it out for themselves. They just immediately say, I guess you gotta kill your brother now, which, okay.
2: (laughs) Meanwhile, Michael is discovering his vampire flying abilities, cannot control them, flies up to the ceiling, struggles a bunch, uh, which is inconvenient because Lucy has called to check in. Or does Sam call the restaurant? I think she calls. We are split on this.
0: I don't know, because she like walked... Inside, Like, she was eating outside with him, and then she walked
1: in, and it looked like she did so just to call and check in. Oh, that Mm. might be true. I I just remember, I feel like she was, like, mad about him interrupting the date, or something. And no, I
2: think that she's, like, concerned. She's like, is everything okay there? And then Sam freaks out because Michael is flying by his window.
1: Yes, just, like, holding on to, like, the window, like he's gonna be sucked into space. Like...
2: He's just a baby. He's never done this vampire thing before. (laughs) Hate it when your date literally runs out of the restaurant and gets in her car and speeds off.
0: Yeah, that was pretty funny.
2: More of us being set up to be on Max's side a little bit. Like, that sucks when it happens. (laughs) He doesn't know what's going on. Michael eventually like talks Sam into not telling their mom about the whole vampire thing, which means that Sam has to convince their mom that he freaked out. Because there was like a shadow outside his window, and he had just finished reading a very scary comic book, and now their mom is mad. I feel like she overreacted a little bit. I don't know. she was on a date, and they've left a mess in the kitchen.
0: yeah, they did do that
1: <laughs> yeah i don't I don't know what she thinks is going on at this point
0: <laughs> like if he did it all the time, I would be upset, but supposedly he doesn't do this all the time, so
2: mm-hmm. This does begin the pattern in the, Over the course of the Movie of Sam interrupting her dates or being suspicious of Max, which sets us up later for when she doesn't believe him about the vampire thing. Yeah.
1: Yes, he probably saved her life several mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. Ungrateful.
2: <laughs> <laughs> then we get Michael, like, sneaking out of the house on his bike. Max comes home from the date and gets attacked by a kite, and then the vampire boys vroom vroom their bikes at him. Which sets us up to think, like, is technically foreshadowing of Max's role in the film, but also might be setting us up to be like, oh, Max is going to get it. Max is going to either get vamped or get eaten. Yeah.
0: I think at that scene, we're supposed to be worried for his safety, so.
2: Yeah. Like, what could have happened is, again, in our rewrite, they capture Max because now both Star and Michael need to make their first kill in order to become first full vampires. And so Star is like, go get me Richard Gilmore. And they grab him, bring him back to the cave. And Michael has to be like, oh no, I can't kill my mom's boyfriend. That would be bad. Conflict. <laughs> but importantly, the boys are out of the cave. Because they're room vrooming outside of Max's house. And so... Michael can come to the cave looking for Star and be like, What's happening to me? And she's like,
0: I can't tell you.
1: That's exactly what they say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I wrote down, like, it's really strange when Michael decides to care about or, like, remember that Star exists. It feels so random and unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they have sex for no reason. Like, he's he almost murdered his brother and decides the appropriate way to deal with that is to just have sex with a stranger.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. And we get those sky shots that are like a metaphor.
1: <laughs> yeah. And they play oh, wow. the like throughout the whole movie, like, they're playing like this theme song that like they mm-hmm. paid for. But, like, they also play it, like, during this, like, sex scene, like, really loud. Um, and it's, it's mm-hmm. called Cry Little Sister. And it's, it's, like, a great song. But it's also, like, it just does not fit at all.
0: No, it doesn't.
2: It has the same vibe as that uh, awful peter pan movie from a few years back with like the lost boys chanting smells like tea absolutely
0: spirit. not that scene is iconic that's the same vibe no no <laughs> i love that scene unironically <laughs> no way
1: <laughs> this is definitely a similar vibe though
0: <laughs> but worse listen i will defend i that that new movie pan terrible movie but that scene hilarious
2: Uh, Also, Michael's wound is healed, further establishing or developing some of the rules for vampires. You can't permanently wound them except for stake through the heart, presumably, or setting them on fire.
1: (laughs) Presumably. These rules are Mm -hmm. very complicated.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Don't you hate it when you come home from a date and your mom confronts you
0: about being distant?
1: Oh, yeah. Does that count as a date?
0: Yes. (sighs) Okay, I... It didn't feel like one.
2: Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Don't you hate it when you come home from a hookup and your mom (laughs) confronts you about being distant all summer? Or just for two days. Or two days. However long it's been. If it's only been two days, then Lucy and Sam are completely overreacting about him sleeping all day and being out. Like, he just moved to a new place. He's tired. He's a growing boy. It takes a lot of energy. That boy is making new bones as we
0: speak. Uh, was that a pun? No. Okay. On what? Never mind. Never mind. Let's keep going.
2: I miss, I'm missing the pun opportunity here. Boners? Oh. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. You think I'm not above that?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. His mom, like, kind of finally decides to, like, care. Like, I I don't know. I feel like that's the first, like, scene that they've had together, like, during the movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We
2: haven't seen him really brush her off. No. And we get the classic 80s, um, like, the parent being like, I know exactly what you're going through. And the child has to be like, I really hope that's not true. (laughs) Then we get our second dog-based violence in the movie as Lucy goes to apologize to Max and, like, bring him a bottle of wine, crucially, it is during the daytime, and so Max is nowhere to be seen. But Thorn is here to chase her back down his walkway and almost tear their gate apart and try to get at her.
0: Yeah, why does this dog react so horribly violently? Especially if Max, as we later learn, like is really into Lucy and wants to turn her and stuff. So why is his dog...
2: Thorn doesn't know that. The only thing that Thorn knows is that it is his job to keep his vampire master safe during the daytime and there's this random woman coming down this the walkway who is this Mm. i don't know you (laughs)
1: maybe this is like i feel like this is like the scariest scene in the movie
2: because it's real it's like real violence yeah
1: like all the other violence is like kind of like cartoony you know Mm Mm-hmm. but this was actually kind of scary
2: max has yet to sit thorn down and be like look I'm keeping this woman.
0: <laughs> Get used to it. Because then he invites her over later. And the fact that she goes when she was almost killed there mm. by this dog. um, I would never do that. Like immediately after. I mean, it's very soon.
2: We don't know that. It,
0: we don't know that it's very okay. Soon. That's the vibe that I got. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's fair.
2: That's fair. Sam reports back to the Frog Brothers. Santa Carla has become a haven for the undead. Yes, he finally came around. Kill your brother, you'll feel better, is what they say. Yeah, Yeah. It's weird that they don't... I'm not paraphrasing there at all. That is the line that they have.
0: (laughs) They're not even that close, Sam and these brothers. At least Mm -hmm. that's the impression the movie gives me. Maybe they hang out all the time. If
2: we had had just one montage of time passing during the summer, like we get Michael spending more time with Star and sleeping a lot, and we get him, like, uh, brushing off, like, Sam and Lucy, and we get Sam hanging out with the Frog Brothers and learning how to fight vampires, we would just have needed, like, a minute. That would have made even 30 seconds. it would have been so... Yeah. 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 So much better.
0: Yeah, but it... I mean... Acquaintances at best is the vibe that the movie gives us about their relationship. And these brothers are just very trusting that Sam would rather kill his brother than potentially defend him or like be on the vampire's side or something. Mm
1: -hmm. But then they decide to go after the head vampire, right? Mm -hmm.
0: Who they decide is Max for no reason, really. Well, no. They've
2: got clues. He do- he only comes out at night. He's got this hellhound that protects him.
0: He has a dog, and he works at night.
2: <laughs> that's- yes, that's all the that's all the information they no, need. No, it's
0: not. No, it is, it is not.
2: Many people have dogs and work at As- night, especially if Max is supposed to be a red herring. This is all in the genre.
0: Well. This is, how, this is how the story goes. Their reasoning is very flimsy.
1: <laughs> so Sam's like, we're not going to kill my brother, but we can go after the head vampire.
2: Because if you kill the head vampire, any half vampires left over will refer, revert back to being human.
1: Very complicated.
0: Which is weird because he's not the one that turned these guys.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But he is the one who turned the boys, presumably.
0: Yeah. It just seemed like weird logic that you wouldn't have to kill the one that turned you or something.
2: That's how it works in being human. Oh, I guess that was that was the werewolves that that happened to. If you kill the werewolf that turned the werewolf that turned you into a werewolf, then you don't have to be a werewolf anymore.:
0: Yeah, that makes more sense to me.
1: But <laughs> then does that mean that nobody turned Max like he's just like the original vampire? Maybe. We
2: don't know. The movie doesn't tell the us. The movie doesn't know. If we do if we do stickers, we should do we don't know. The movie doesn't tell us.
0: <laughs> that one's really good. Yeah. Write that down. <laughs>
1: uh, this is the dinner scene. Next. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. This is like all the vampire tropes. <laughs>
0: yeah, and okay. So we, mm-hmm. so one of the ways that they test whether Max is a vampire is they like trick him into eating a bunch of garlic right and later we learn that garlic I guess doesn't affect them but I thought it was weird that supposed vampire hunters uh, like these frog brothers would not know that.
2: Do we learn that
0: that garlic doesn't affect them? I mean that's what one of them said later
1: okay I feel like he like spits out the garlic but then he's just like it was just a lot of garlic it just doesn't taste good And they're like, oh, that makes sense.
2: Well, the thing that's happening in the dinner scene is that because Max has been invited in, and he explains his letter, because he's been specifically invited in by someone who lives there, then none of the tricks are going, none of the tells are going to happen because the humans have been rendered powerless. And so he
0: can resist all of this stuff. But I thought they attacked someone with garlic at the end.
1: They they do. There's like a bathtub with Mm -hmm. like garlic and, and holy water.
0: Yeah. And that's when he was like... That guy melts. That guy melts. the holy water. Oh, okay. Not the garlic. Is this the Frog Brothers being revealed as frauds? That's what I thought. Like, they just had never actually killed a vampire before.
1: These these 12-year-olds are not professionals. (laughs) Shocking. (laughs) I I lost all my faith in them after
2: that part. Again, this is the movie being a little bit inconsistent with his vampire lore. And like... Because it's consistent enough and it makes all of the gestures and like having a consistent mythos, you want to make, or at least I want to make sense of it in my head, but I can't. In the rewrite, we make a big list of how, of the rules for how vampires work. They turn into bats. And then we stick to them. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) They turn into bats. They're allergic to garlic. If you give a vampire garlic, they will have hives.
0: That'd be funny. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: And so it would be funny if the Frog Brothers, like, do the garlic thing, and then the only thing hap- that happens is that Star and Michael get real itchy. That would be- yeah. Max then talks to Lucy about how the boys just need discipline, very heavily implying that he has experience with, like, rambunctious teenage boys, which I think is, like, some of our only foreshadowing that we get.
0: Yeah, pretty weak. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Then Michael confronts David at the boardwalk because he hasn't been able to see Star. We don't see that happening. The last time that we saw Star mentioned, they were banging.
0: (laughs) So he saw her plenty well.
2: Yeah. Presumably some time has passed, but we don't know.
0: You know, that makes more sense because I did think it was weird that Lucy was going on dates like every single night. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. If there was just like a shot of a calendar, like someone makes an X on a calendar every once in a while and we see the calendar filling up with Xs, it's not that difficult to establish the passing of time in film, I feel like. Yeah, it's not. People do it all the time.
1: (laughs) No, also this movie already has like so many, I don't know, like their montages. They love them. There are a lot of them. Like they could easily add a couple more.
0: Or we could get rid of one and replace it with a time passing one.
1: Mhm
2: instead of more shots of the beautiful Santa Clara Santa instead of more shots of the beautiful Santa Carla skyline we get the characters doing things like i know you love this b-roll of the boardwalk but we got to establish things about
0: the story yeah.
1: it's like no rules like just vibes like this movie is like 100% just vibes which would work better just if they leaned structure. more
0: into the peter pan thing
1: but they mm-hmm. didn't bitter david and the boys take michael
2: hunting for the first time but he doesn't participate despite being very very hungry that's how we
1: know that he's a good person they just they just like ambush some dudes having a bonfire on the beach Mm
2: -hmm. i think it's implied that they're like doing drugs they're like doing hard drugs and in 80s parlance that makes them acceptable fodder
0: i thought they were supposed to be like representing um the natives from like the original Peter Pan story because they're like dancing around this bonfire.
1: Whoa. Maybe. (laughs) Huge of truth. Huge
0: of truth. (laughs) Like it felt felt very appropriative the way they were dancing.
2: Mm. Then Sam wakes up to some new taxidermy in his room. Oh yeah.
0: Nothing really comes of that. No. I thought something was going to happen with all of this, like, stuff that he's collecting in his closet, but nothing happens with this.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if we have the reveal of actually Grandpa knew about vampires the whole time, you would want the taxidermy to be, like, anti-vampire talismans or something. Yeah. But no. And they simply are not. It's just
0: time spent in this movie. We never have anything nice. Where instead we could have done something to make the plot more comprehensible.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) they do use the taxidermy later like like i feel like at some point the taxidermy gets some use
0: you mean when like they try to impale each other on the antlers okay but that doesn't really connect
2: but that's not the grandpa's doing and it
0: yeah and it doesn't connect at all to actually like that's just him collecting antlers you know what i mean
1: no, it is very, like, just atmospheric. Like, let's put some dead animals in the shot. Yeah. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Which That's just to
2: freak out the boys when they first get to the city.
0: Yeah, and maybe also that's a way they were trying to make it more like the original Peter Pan, which had a lot of, like, it was much more in nature and had animals in it than this city uh, setting would. But mm-hmm. it, that's flimsy at best, so. Speaking of the plot, Star is here. Ugh.
1: where has she been
0: (laughs) who knows
2: we get confirmation that she is a vampire and sam says don't try to tell me that it doesn't make her a bad person which feels like an aids reference to me oh
1: it it does kind of feel like that like not consistently but i don't know i feel like 80s vampire movies are usually like Referencing AIDS a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, in general, that's a valid read. But it that doesn't feel earned for this movie. Maybe they were half-assed it. No, not at, <laughs> not at all.
2: Not at all. That's why I'm so concerned. Yeah. Hmm.
0: I don't know. I mean, Sam just says a lot of like wild stuff that felt like it should have been cut in a rewrite, and it wasn't.
1: So, <laughs> I don't know.
0: Rewrite. <laughs> They had so many of them. Also, Star and Michael are, like, having this weirdly kind of sexually charged conversation just in front of Sam. Yeah. Absolutely wild. Go somewhere private.
2: (laughs) Also, Michael, don't grab people. You
0: can't just be grabbing. Yeah, very rude.
1: Isn't the little boy there, too?
0: Oh, I- Laddie is- Bring back
1: Laddie all of a sudden.
0: I thought he just showed up later. No, I think that he's there in this. Oh. Okay.
2: He also comes back later, but I think that he's here now to remind us that he exists so that he can uh, be witnessed later. Okay,
0: wait. Important question. Because yes. he's very clearly, like, attached to Star, right? They're both, like, half vampires. They're not involved when- Laddie's a full vampire. Wait, he is? Yeah.
2: He goes all creepy face. That baby has murdered someone.
0: Oh. I thought that baby has I thought murdered he someone. He was a half vampire too. I thought Star said that nope. in this conversation.
2: No, she's lying. She's that's why she's so protective of him, because she knows that they will try to stake him. Oh.
1: Who did he kill and why is she protecting him? We do not find out.
0: <laughs> because she's a mom. Okay, but, but two kinds Wikipedia of Wikipedia says he's a half vampire child. I that's. I'm incorrect. not saying that Wikipedia is infallible, <laughs> but like it does say <laughs> that. I'm just just throwing it out there into the, into the void.
2: I think that Laddie is a full vampire. I think that that baby is murdered and will murder again.
0: I definitely don't think he would have a problem with murder, but that's mm-hmm. not the same thing. Anyway, well, okay. Regardless, I just assumed that he was always like with Star for the most part. Um, so I'm just wondering where he was when Star was having sex with Michael. <laughs> in a
2: different part of the cave. He was out killing. They were like, I
1: don't... Glad he'd go hang out in the other room.
0: It's just kind of one large room, though. Isn't it?
2: There's other chambers. Like, later we see the, like, maybe he was hanging upside down like a bat. Maybe.
0: Maybe. All right. We can continue. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, Sam rallies the troops. Coincidentally, Grandpa is putting some large stakes in the ground. As you do. Wonder what's gonna come of that. As you do. They take the car, head to the coven cave with all their vampire fighting gear. Michael's concerned about Sam's safety. He's like, some of these guys are brutal killers. And Sam's like, so are the Frog Brothers.
1: Mm-hmm. Sure, Sam.
0: <laughs> this sequence was so okay, frustrating. Okay, this is my
2: theory. It's... I think it's very funny. This is my theory about the Frog Brothers, because they have one of them has a line later in this sequence. They aren't- I think that they have killed vampires before, but they have only killed them while they have been sleeping. And so they haven't had direct confrontation with the vampire, and so haven't needed to use garlic before, and that's why they still think that garlic works.
0: Okay. Yeah, I support that.
1: That makes sense. I, I assume they had not killed a vampire before.
2: No, I think that they have. But, like, this direct confrontation, actual fighting with them hasn't happened, and that's why they're so bewildered. Huh. Hmm. That, that makes sense. So they go down into the cave. Michael's like, Star, I'm getting you out of here. Star's like, get Laddie first. He he bundles Laddie up in blankets so that he's protected from the sun. Puts him in the car, goes back for Star. Meanwhile, the Frog Brothers take Sam deeper into the cave. Never go deeper into a cave. (laughs) They find the boys. They're all hanging upside down like bats for sleep time, which I think is an underutilized thing for vampires in movies. Everybody always wants to do the coffin thing. Coffin thing's played
1: out. Let them hang upside down like bats.
0: The coffin thing also doesn't make sense, really.
1: We get to see their creepy toes.
0: Oh, I hated that shot. I was so <laughs> upset. Oh, <laughs> the worst shot in this entire movie. Absolutely disgusting. Also, if they're hanging upside down like bats, let them turn into bats. Yeah.
2: Well, we don't have a budget have the budget for a bat. They swarm. could just imply it. They barely have the budget for them to attack people on they screen. They could imply
0: it. We don't have to actually see the bats. <laughs>
2: Just little bat noises, just little cheap.
0: Yeah, and then, like, show a shadow of a bat turning into a person. Mm -hmm, That's
2: all mm -hmm. we need. This this all goes into the rewrite.
0: And these vampires sleep through literally everything. Yeah. I mean, they're full on, like, screaming. They're shining lights directly into their faces. They do not wake up.
2: (laughs) Until Sam has second thoughts about the whole murder thing. And is like, no!
0: Yeah, too late, buddy.
2: Too late. And Bill, Bill, and Ted get stabbed.
1: And, uh, I know. I was sad that they picked him.
2: <laughs> it was
1: like <laughs> he was just a baby vampire.
0: Yeah. They did pick one of the more interesting ones to kill first. Obviously. Also, is vampire blood just glitter?
1: Yes. <laughs> Can- canonically. Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stephanie Meyer totally stole that that concept because yeah they're just covered in glitter later which is supposed to be vampire blood Mm -hmm.
2: i thought that they had done that themselves because it refracts light whoa
0: they're not smart enough to do that absolutely not no (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely not
1: that would be cool though
0: (laughs) it doesn't make sense because they're underground anyway so well they have those sun lamps you're giving them so much credit they do not deserve
1: Listen! Do they have, like, a complicated vampire lore? Or is Hal doing this? I don't know. No, Hal is just
0: being too kind.
1: (laughs) The boys wake
2: up. They retaliate, almost like taking Sam out in the process. Michael is passed out in the car because it's real hard for him to be awake. Because it's real hard for him to be awake during the day. Then... The Frog Brothers have this exchange where they're like, "We were bewildered. I hate this. This has never happened before." And then one of them says that they pulled a mi- that they pulled a mind scramble on us. They opened their eyes and talked. Yeah, and that is why I think that the Frog Brothers have killed sleeping vamp sleeping vampires before.
1: I I just assumed they were like complete frauds.
2: Yeah, me too. Mm.
0: Like, I think that they're just inexperienced. Like, they forgot that vampires were people or something, which...
2: Easy to forget vampires
0: are people when all you do is stab them in their sleep. I, I, I can't believe that they've done it. First of all, why wouldn't they stab two of them at the same time? Or three? They true. got three of them there.
2: <laughs> well, Sam is holding the lamp, and he doesn't want to kill it. Or they could That's just true. stab
1: David, and, and I feel like that would have kind of ended everything.
2: Well, they say we don't know who the leader is, and they don't.
0: Yeah. But still, they, they did not act, I mean, even if your theory is correct, that they've only killed mm-hmm. people when they're sleeping before, they do not act like they've killed people before.
1: There is a sequel to The Lost Boys that is just about the Frog Brothers, where I think they're vampire hunters. I haven't seen it. I've heard it's, like, terrible, but...
0: Pa- Patreon. They have... Okay, t- t- Wikipedia says there are two sequel movies.
1: Yes. Yes, there's.
0: So, I'm shocked you haven't watched them.
1: I, I've just, I've heard they're
2: both, like, really awful. If you give Phoebe $25, <laughs> she will watch I sequels. would summarize
1: it, and yes. <laughs> no one would ever have to watch them. Yes.
2: <laughs> if you give us $25, Phoebe will watch the sequels to The Lost Boys. I have to watch all the Sh- the Shrek sequels if they give us $25, so there are like 10 of those there's four movies total it's not that bad okay
1: i did not realize it was that few it seemed like a lot more
2: <laughs> there's also the puss in boots movies no promises about the puss in boots movies
0: those are less interesting
2: and we have to watch high school musical 3
0: ew
1: i think i watched that when it came out
0: i watched that shit in theaters in eighth it's grade it's so boring <laughs> anyway, we're so off track. Let's get back. Let's return.
1: This movie,
2: they retreat back to the house. Nanook is not having all this bringing vampires into the house business at all. They tie him up outside for the time Fair being. Rude. Sam tries to tell Lucy about the vampires, but this is a kid's like paranormal adventure movie. Adults cannot be helpful.
0: Yeah, it felt a little extreme, though. Like, a very extreme... Change of personality for this mom in particular because she's been nothing but like almost annoyingly caring and motherly this whole film, and then she just Mm -hmm. becomes kind of an ass as her kid. That's how it happens, yeah. But like her kid is clearly very upset, and even if like he's confused or lying about vampires specifically, like I don't think you can fake that level of. Well, he certainly can, he's a terrible actor. So, I don't think he could face that level of, you know, fear. The last
2: time he was terrified, it was because there was a shadow moving outside in the comic book.
0: Yeah, but this is, like, during the day now. This isn't late at night.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Isn't she also, like, I, I don't know, she's, like, dating this, like, video store owner. She's, like, got her own stuff going on now. She's, like...
2: Yeah, he's, like, embarrassing her at work, is the vibe. Yeah, that's true. Which is not an excuse, but is perhaps a reason.
0: But like, if I was her, maybe I would postpone my date for that night because her kid is so freaked out and simply go out a mm-hmm. different night.
2: Mm-hmm. Instead of getting help from Lucy, they stock up on holy water. I absolutely love the yeah, scene too. of them just barging into church service and filling their canteens. That's so good. Also, a red flag. If I was in that congregation, I would be concerned. Yeah, There's only so many reasons that people need that much holy water at once. Uh, They're not baptizing a baby.
0: They could have also just, like, asked for the priest to bless some water for them.
2: They just got rejected by an adult with authority. That's-
0: this is totally different, though. This is a completely different thing. No, all adults
2: with authority are on the exact same level. No, they're
0: not saying, hey, priest, we have to kill some vampires. They're saying, hey, priest, we have this jug of water. Can you bless it, please? And they're not allowed to say no.
2: That's true. I'm just saying that I don't think it would have occurred to them to appeal well, to a clearly a not because time. they're stupid,
0: but like they should have.
2: <laughs> that's that's a fun side character for our rewrite. This priest that has to bless like those giant like Hawaiian punch bottles worth of yes. water, like once or twice a week, and he's like, "What are you kids getting up to?" Where is my
0: spinoff movie about the priest? <laughs>
2: I think those are just the the uh, the Dracula movies. Those are just the um, hang on, I gotta look up this actor's name. Those are just the Johnny Lee Miller vampire movies. There's a hot priest in those. Mm.
0: Why does the priest always have to be hot? It's interesting. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm gonna send you a picture of
0: this
1: priest. Oh, God. Hot priest would have been a good addition to this movie. I I feel like he would have fit in.
0: I was sad that they left the dog outside as long as they did. Also, just gonna say as a side note, because, like, you know vampires are coming and you leave this dog outside unprotected. Rude. They completely forget about him in the yard. Yeah. I was so upset.
1: Could that be a Peter Pan reference, maybe? (gasps) Like, they tie up the dog. Upsetting.
0: Um, Interesting (laughs) priest picture. I am intrigued. (laughs) He fights vampires. Yeah, um, kind of into it actually. We're not gonna analyze that further. All
2: right, so, and I should clear. I should clarify that I have shown Autumn a picture of Jason Scott Lee as a priest. He plays David in Lilo and Stitch. Jason Scott Lee as a priest in the Dracula movies, which I referred to as the Johnny Lee Miller Dracula movies. Johnny Lee Miller and Jason Scott Lee are not in the same. Movies In this series I should say
0: mm.
2: Before people get At me on Twitter <laughs> Oh I love Jason Scottley.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh
2: So we're gearing up For the final action set piece Edgar explains all of the Body horror stuff that's gonna happen During this fight sequence I didn't take a lot of notes For the actual There's vampires here now They prep the house Very well They're like Holy water and garlic in the bathtub, close all the windows, light the fireplace so they can't come down the chimney, and if they do, they get lit on fire.
1: Yeah, it's like, I, I don't know, I feel like the violence, it's like really like campy, like they're just like yeah using all mm-hmm. these like tropes, but they're like, I don't know, it's like wink and nudge, kind of.
0: It felt like Home Alone, it felt like the Home Alone movies.
2: Yes, <laughs> yeah, 100%. I think this predates Home Alone, right? Home Alone's a 90s joint, right? Home Alone definitely Isn't came it? out after.
0: Yeah,
1: I think this is earlier, because this is like 83?
2: Yes, and Home Alone is 1990. But it's the same, like, oeuvre of, like, here are some teens and tweens getting up to shenanigans. Yeah. The thing, the important things that I wrote down for this sequence. Laddie is full vampire, which means that this baby has murdered someone. Debatable. Star is dedicated to... Star is dedicated to protecting him Michael and David have their big final confrontation they should
0: just kiss okay my only note for this entire fight sequence why does David's dying face look like he's having an orgasm
1: (laughs) antlers or whatever it's like it's sexual
2: symbolism symbolism I hate it Uh, They kill- importantly, they kill David, but Michael is still vamped, which means that he must not have been the head vampire. And then Max shows up. And then Lucy is here. Max is with her. Max is like, David and my boys. He's not even sad that all his children are dead.
0: Yeah. Which is a Peter Pan thing, I gotta say.
2: Yes, this is true. Book Peter, completely
0: remorseless. Yeah. But it doesn't work when- the Peter character is an adult. Yeah. All of the traits that make Peter who he is is impossible to separate from the fact that he is a young child.
2: Yeah, because he like hasn't developed his sense of empathy yet because that takes time and dedication to And he do. doesn't
0: comprehend death yet because he's too young. Mm-hmm. So it just does not work. The whole movie falls apart because Max is so old.
2: Yeah. Which means that Star should just be in this role. As a half-vampire who is leading this vampire coven, trying to get her first kill. She
0: could be a Wendy figure. A, you wear Wendy. Yeah, I thought at first that Star was supposed to be Wendy, before I realized that that was Lucy. But it works a Mm -hmm. lot better if it's Star.
2: Yeah. Max explains his whole creepy plan. I've been after you this whole time, Lucy. Ooh. God. You can't see me, but I'm doing the creepy fingers.
0: Yeah, we hear it. Don't worry. <laughs> it comes through. <laughs> you
2: can hear my joints popping. <laughs> his plan was to get Mike... So this is this is why Michael was in, was inducted so quickly, I guess. It wasn't because David fell in love with him. It was because Max was like, get that boy in the coven so that we can manipulate his mom into being... Uh, Into being my vampire queen, which I don't think works because Max didn't meet the boys until after Michael had been vampirized. They also
0: are never shown, because he mentions like get Michael and Sam turn them into vampires. And we never see anything that even hints that they're also trying to turn Sam into a vampire.
1: Yeah,
2: we could have gotten a scene of like the Frog Brothers protecting Mm -hmm. Sam.
1: Yeah, I assumed he was like too young, but they have like Laddie who's maybe a full vampire. Mm-hmm. Michael tries to attack Max. Uh,
2: but Max threatens Sam and Lucy is like completely like non verbal in this scene, also, just chanting Sam's name. Is like, Yeah, sure, turn me into a vampire to save my children. Eh. It, it's very We're in boring. An agency, I don't know her. Also yeah. Richard
1: Gilmore is the goofiest looking vampire I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> so he looks he looks silly. looks like silly, he's like he's like Count Chocula looking. Like
0: <laughs> then the grandpa shows. Like her. there's so much
1: debris
2: around. She could have like grabbed a piece of fallen ceiling and tried to stab him.
0: Yeah, she doesn't even pretend to try anything at all. Yeah, it's boring. Uh,
2: which is fine because her dad is here to drive a car through the wall of his house and stake this vampire man.
0: Almost killing his daughter, again. Can't emphasize enough that his daughter was right there. And if Michael hadn't, like, moved her out of the way, he would have killed his daughter.
1: Mm -hmm. Do we know why he drives through the wall? Presumably
2: because he's seen that Max is in there, I guess, through the window. It's never explained. Because he has that little speech of, like, you know, you try to have a nice
1: night out and the damn vampires. Yeah, which is, like, the punchline of, like, the whole movie. I feel like that's, like... I don't know. I feel like that's like the most famous line. Everyone here was just trying to have
2: a nice out, nice night out, but the damn family It's a good line.
0: It's a good final moment for the movie. It is not earned at all.
1: No, it's just no. so weird to end a movie with like a punchline like that. I thought that was fun. Yeah. Very 80s.
0: <laughs> but it did just make me really angry that he didn't think to warn his family about this threat.
1: Yes, that he was fully aware of. Yeah. Are we into final thoughts? I, I feel like I, I am realizing that the plot of The Lost Boys does not make any sense.
0: You're just realizing that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I feel like, um, like, it, it's so much like, it's a movie that is so much like about atmosphere. Like, mm-hmm. they're like, we're gonna have mm-hmm. like this like, you know, like, awesome like 80s soundtrack and we're gonna have like these like insane costumes and like, it, it's like really about like the spectacle and like, and like, they, they really did not think about the rules of vampires at all.
0: Absolutely not.
2: Definitely needed more character work. I feel like we don't know
0: anything about these people. Yeah. So when they're in danger, like, I, the only one I cared about was the dog.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I would love to see the rewrite with Star as the head mm-hmm. vampire.
0: Ugh, yeah, <laughs> why did they make her sound so stupid? <laughs>
1: She's
2: a love interest. Like, she spoke
1: once. She only needs to
2: be. Sexy. And I literally
0: wrote down, oh, so she's dumb.
2: She's trying to be secretive in the beginning.
1: I I really feel like she's just there, so like, you know, so Michael and David don't have a sex scene. They're like, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna call this episode
0: Justice for Star. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: like we can't we can't let people think that they're queer.
0: And probably also just to have more than one woman like in the movie. But honestly, mm-hmm. at that point, if you're going to, like, treat the women characters this poorly, it's actually more sexist to have them.
1: <laughs> yeah, they do have... And it's, like, a mom mom, and girlfriend.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. The two things that women
1: can be.
0: <laughs> well, stars both.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I guess they both are. That's yeah. true. They are both mom and girlfriend. Yeah.
1: The song, Cry Little Sister... is is amazing though
2: oh yeah this this movie has a banging soundtrack (laughs) no notes on the soundtrack in our rewrite all the music is the same yeah that's fine that's fair you can find the show at but is it underscore gay on twitter autumn (laughs) where are you on the internet
0: occasionally uh at autumnal underscore season on twitter
1: hell yeah phoebe are you on the internet i am not on twitter um good for you Thanks. I, I'm thinking about getting one, but as of now, no. Do you have anything to plug? I did just have a story published, but it's not coming out until like November.
2: This episode's not coming out until July. Okay. Where's your story? Um, X-ray. Cool.
1: Congrats. Love that for you. What's it called? Pont Saint Esprit, 1951. Nice. Ooh.
2: Uh, our theme music is thanks to Enoff E N O F F music on Instagram. I already said the Twitter, which means the only thing I have to say now is thank you for listening and stay gay.
0: Hell yeah.